Catch Sports Daily every Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Well, uh, right now we have on the phone line with us the man who talks money, yeah, mm-hmm. money and sports, Mobile and Lovu, who joins us on the phone line to talk us through the SA20. We are so close to the start date. We now know a bit more about what this competition looked like, at least by way of fixtures. We also know uh, some wonderful work that's being done away from the competition itself, but Mobile knows better than we do. Let's say good morning, Mobile and Lovu. Good morning. How are you doing, good sir? I'm doing good. Uh, nice way. And uh, sorry, Kanaka and uh, Itumeleng. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning to you, man. Thank Absolutely. you. So we've been doing this for too long for these mistakes, Mobile. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's been too long. It's end of year fatigue. I suppose. Sorry, guys. Also, he is very busy. I get yeah, it. I understand. I understand. Are, are you thinking of like as as a someone who who works with finance a lot? Do you do you yeah. have a holiday um for December or do you do it in Jan? I don't have a holiday. I always have a. Uh, I usually have a holiday in Jan, but I'll be working on the SA20 League in Jan, so that's not going to happen this year. So I think I might take a break in in well in Feb. We'll see. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. All right. So listen. Maybe before we get into everything to do with the, the money side of things, the fixtures were announced mm. yesterday. Just uh, to pick out yeah. some fixtures you're really excited for. And how quickly we'll be able to get a good grasp of what the landscape will look like going deep into this tournament. Oof. From the first match, it's already going to be fire. Um, MI Cape Town plays Paul Royals. So that's a, essentially a Western Cape derby. That's the first game that's on the 10th of January. Um, uh, and then, and then it just, it, it heats up immediately after that. You know, Durban Super Giants play Jojo Super Kings on the 11th. Um, so there's a lot of really good games immediately in that first. In that first four days or so, um, and then and then there's a, a mid-season break, which was necessitated by the fact that we're also playing England, um, and that's from the 25th of Jan to the 1st of Feb, um, and then we come back on the 2nd of Feb um, with uh, Durban Super Giants playing against MI Cape Town again, and the final um, happens later on on the 11th of Feb. So it's a really quick competition. It's Less than less than a month, essentially. Mm. You talk about um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. You no, talk, no, no, no. Yeah, you, yeah. you talk about that break that we're going to have because of England. Do you think that break will have mm. an influence? Obviously, now because the World Cup is coming up in terms of football, we're saying that it somewhat will influence how the leagues do perform um, going forward mm. and finishing off. Do you think that the stop-start will have an influence? It might have an influence a little bit on the viewership side because, I mean, you're building up the hype on the first competition ever um, and you don't want to to have to break the competition for for something else. But T20 cricket or cricket in general is used to this. Um, generally, there's a lot of competitions going on at, at the same time. A lot of the times you do find players who are unable to, to play every single game so they'll play part of the competition and leave to go and play a different competition. So in cricket, it's not that much of a big deal. Although I know for a fact that they would have loved to not have to have a mid-season break for this. They would have loved to just run the competition all the way through because it's the first one that they've had. Can we talk tickets real quick? Um, can you give mm-hmm. us a range in terms of what tickets cost? I can't yet <laughs> because I don't know what the, what the fees are, but okay. I do know for a fact that the that the that the, the the tickets are being um well they're being announced on Monday. Okay. They haven't publicized that yet, but I know, I know that for a fact that the tickets will be out on Monday. 
if we go by what the tickets cost at the CSA T20 Challenge, uh, which just finished now, mm-hmm. um, they had tickets ranging from as little as one rand wow. all the way to 50 rand. I don't think that tickets will be that cheap, but I do know that they're trying to make them as cheap as possible to try and get as many people into stadiums as possible. One mm. rand is so, insane. Yeah. <laughs> One rand, my goodness. Th- that is crazy. When we talk about rights, it's interesting to see um, Viacom um, acquiring mm. the broadcasting rights. Just just tell us yeah. what influence that will have on the whole competition as well as viewership. So Viacom 18 is, is the company in India. It's basically one of the newer broadcasters in India, but they're quite influential already, and they've got quite a number of rights um, already. Essentially, this is hugely beneficial for us because the Indian market is massive. There's more than a billion people in India and they love cricket. Um, if we can get, um, you know, the league financially stable and financially viable, it can only bode well for South African cricket in the long run. And signing a 10-year deal with Viacom essentially makes sure that the league will make money from the Indian market for 10 years and then they can use that money to, to reinvest it here. Essentially, that's, that's, that's the reason why they signed this deal. And then Viacom then went and signed a separate seven-year deal with Cricket South Africa to also cover the women's game as well. Oh, brilliant. Um, in India, and they'll broadcast it in India, which for, for us um, in, in, in the sports and, and, and business world, the biggest revenue source for a league is broadcasting. If you don't have broadcast revenue, you, your league is dead. So for, for cricket, for cricket South Africa and, and SA20 to sign 10 year and seven year deals with Viacom is massive. It's, it's huge. Yeah, I know there are a lot of question marks around what this league would do for cricket in South Africa outside of the players playing in it. And, and we're already starting to see, uh, the full fruits, um, of this competition. Yeah. Let's quickly talk, just wrapping up in, in terms of broadcasting. Are we still expecting more deals to be signed, be it on broadcasting or sponsorship uh, rights? Or are we yeah. somewhere now where we've reached an end? Where, where are we at? Well, we've 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 essentially gotten where we need to get to, okay. to to make sure that this competition is successful from from day one with the with this broadcast deal. Now, whether there's a broadcast deal in in, in England and in Australia, we don't know because then that would add to the pot and it would make it more financially viable. Because you know you want this competition to be broadcast um, in other parts of the world as well to to add more money. Um, there aren't any sponsors of it, but I do know that, that they're looking at, at potentially bringing on sponsors and individual teams also bringing on sponsors just to make sure that, um, I mean, the, the teams have money. So it's not about the teams having money and whether players will be, will be, will be compensated. They're already being compensated from the, from the, uh, bid purses that they were, that they were paid. So there's no issues with regards to that. I think that they need more money. They need money to to ensure that they're able to activate it and 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 get South Africans to fall in love with the competition, which is what I think the next step is. And um, that starts on Monday. If we can, if they can sell out tickets to to all of the games before the competition even starts, then then they're done with 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 the job mm. that they need to do. Then the players need to deliver on the pitch with 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 good cricket. Absolutely correct. Um, let's talk about the Pretoria Capitals. I mean, uh, mm. we speak about the fruits here of this competition. We know they've bought mm. into the Twenty Bash League. This is a league for yep. under-12s. Yeah, Tell us a bit more about yep. that and what this ultimately means for that league. I mean, will there be a massive financial investment in it? How will we expect it to change over the next coming years? So essentially what they've done is that they've partnered with four clubs 
in and around Swane, which are feeder teams to the to the Titans. Um, and the plan is essentially to start at under 12, but next year there'll be an under 13 league, and the year after that there'll be an under 14 league. And the hope is that they'll build up from under 12 all the way up um, up until senior level over time, over the next 10 years. Um, and essentially what they're trying to do is they're trying to build a um, a feeder system of the best of the best players in and around the, the Tswane, um you know, region give them a pool of players that they can use in their in their SA20 team, and then potentially also you know promote these players um, to, um, to to other franchises across the world that they have if they pick up players that are really cheap or or really good at at a young age, they can build them up and then promote them and have them play in other leagues, um, you know, without having to spend money on on players. I think it's a really really smart move. Was there was there a mandate? When and it these... helps obviously with 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 development. Yes, there yep. is a mandate. So um, so there wasn't to, a... to, to cut you off. Oh yeah, go on. No, yes, there is a mandate for these teams to um, to invest in development, but they, it wasn't expressly put out to say exactly what they would need to do or how much they would need to invest. But I mean, this is a good move already from the uh, from the Pretoria Capitals to do this without having to be forced to do this. They 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 already and and by the way, um, IPL teams in India already do this on their own without um, being forced to do it because they recognise that if you can identify talent early, you get there before everyone else, and then you've got access to that talent before everyone else. You can then export that talent to other leagues and and pay less money. It's exactly the same as how football teams have used development squads uh, and try to promote players through, the, through age group ranks. Um, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if other teams also do the same thing. I know that Mumbai Indians also do the same thing. That's where Diavolt Brevis was picked up. Um, he was a, a player playing in Cape Town. He was moved to the, to the MI, um, to the Mumbai Indians development team and ended up playing in the IPL team, and now he's playing for MI Cape Town and Cape Town. Um, before he was even picked up by, by the South African selectors to play to play nationally, he was already playing there. So, yeah. All right, let's maybe wrap it up here, uh, Mobile, with the mm. figures, yeah? Let's just talk revenue. Just give us a, a, a good sense of what this competition, what CSA is hoping that this competition can generate uh, over that course of, what, 20-plus days of action. Do you have a, a round number for us? This this hasn't been discussed yet, um, and we we don't know. We, we honestly don't know yet what what the the revenue figures are looking like for year one. Um, we don't we don't know what they what they're looking like for year ten. Um, yeah. I I do know that they, you know that they that they're looking to invest over over a long period of time, but at at the moment we don't know. Um, yeah, I have. You know, we. I'm sure there's people asking the questions, and the, the the answers haven't come out yet. But I think they they're trying to see first what the what the year can look like. I mean, we don't even have sponsors yet. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, there's. I, I think for them it was let's get this thing off the ground first, um, and then we'll pick it up from there and see what happens. Yeah, and I mean they're all, they're already starting at high quality, so you can only imagine the type of sponsors that they probably are targeting. Um, and I, I believe yeah. that that's the correct way of getting sponsorship. Do the work first, then call on the people and ask mm. for help. No, I agree. I think I think um, a lot of a lot of the time people say, "Well, this is a league that exists." No, no, no. But 
if you haven't done the work of, yeah. of essentially getting the team set up, getting getting fans to love the competition and, and getting broadcasters in and, and so on and so on, give sponsors show sponsors what you can do. Yeah. And I think Graham Smith and his and his team have done that now. And I, I think sponsors have a lot of incentive to want to come on board and, and add money. Um, and I think that they will um, over the next two months. Um, and a lot of them will start up their new financial year in January. So I wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple of announcements in January around sponsorships and people wanting to partner with the league. It's going to be a very big couple of next months yeah, for cricket here in South Africa. I really love the steps that are being taken. Uh, and we hope it's only up from here. But listen, Mobile, thank you so much for coming on. As always, we appreciate your time. As always, thank you so much for having me. Cheerio. Sports Daily with Tanaka Mundua and Itumeleng Banda, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m.